Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Back yesterday still uh, in America, uh, and what a famous day it was too, particularly in Inglewood, California, uh, where the SoFi Stadium around about $5 billion worth was on show. So were the LA Rams up against the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. And joining us now, I'm really pleased to say, uh, is MJ Hurley, who is a reporter on behalf of the LA Rams, but for Sports Illustrated. So first of all, uh, MJ, uh, just tell us uh, about the occasion and really did it uh, did it all come off the way you wanted? First of all, Ian, thank you for having me. Uh, it's always a pleasure to be here. It was quite a Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, like you said, $5 billion SoFi Stadium for the second year in a row. Uh, the Super Bowl was hosted by one of the teams playing in the game. Last year was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady. Don't get me started there. Um, but uh, this year it was the LA Rams playing in their shiny new stadium. And they showed up. They showed out. It was an amazing game, an amazing halftime show uh, that had at least everybody here buzzing. So honestly, I, it's, I've watched a lot of Super Bowls now, and it was by far the best all-around Super Bowl that I've probably seen in my lifetime. When you include the halftime show, when you include the commercials and the game, it was an amazing three hours. MJ, um, can I ask you, did you go? And if you did go, were you in the media center? And what does a media center look like in a $5 billion stadium? So unfortunately, I was not able to go. Um, we sent somebody else uh, to cover the game for SI, um, but I did all the all the virtual stuff, and uh, it is a crazy show in terms of covering during the game. Um, pretty much, they're they're incre- they're an incredible amount of press boxes at SoFi. I mean, the stadium is massive. There are so many levels. Um, so depending on the level of your organization, you get you know closer or further away from the field. Uh, a lot of people had their own individual little rooms because of COVID. Um, but you know the press gets taken care of very well. And then after the game, there are about 25 different individually little setup podiums where guys like Joe Burrow, uh, Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup, Aaron Donald, um, pretty much everybody that anyone in the media would want to talk to. Both uh, Sean, uh, Zach Taylor and Sean McVay talked. Um, mm-hmm. So you've got an incredible amount of places for the media to get access to these guys in person and virtually. So I was able to talk to some of them virtually. Uh, my friend Nick was uh, there representing SI in person, but it, it was quite the day. And especially in when you've got Los Angeles putting out the Super Bowl, there's nothing more extravagant than you can get here in the U.S. It was uh, an amazing spectacle. Uh, I mean, as you say, it's the game you wanted to see because uh, up until the last drive, really, uh, it was up for grabs. Uh, and, and Stafford, who uh, I think it's fair to say, um, Matthew Stafford didn't perhaps have his most clinical game in, in terms of accuracy. Uh, when it mattered, he found it. Yes, he, he had two interceptions. One of them wasn't so much his fault. Uh, through a, a tad of an errant pass down the middle to Ben Skraniak, who it bounced off his hands, uh, and Bengals picked that one off. And then he had, he had, he had just a bad throw 
down the sideline that Jesse Bates picked him off in the end zone. Um, that was just kind of a, an errant heave. But other than that, Matthew Stafford was pretty good. They just couldn't run the football for the majority of the game, which is what a lot of the Rams' offense is centered off of. Um, so I've been saying all year, when the Rams struggle to run the football, they struggle to win football games. Um, thankfully, their defense did so well that they were able to give Matthew Stafford and Sean McVay time to get back into a rhythm. They were able to get that rhythm on the last drive with Cooper Cup that you were talking about uh, that eventually put them over the top. But man, Matthew Stafford and that offense did struggle for about 50 minutes. So uh, we we hear Cooper Cup won, uh, was MVP, was M, uh, NFL uh, offensive fo- uh, footballer or player of the year as well. But if you're a, a big guy, if you're a solidly big guy and you pride yourself on uh, defense um, or or you know uh, the ability to to sack people. Uh, Aaron Donald was simply outstanding, and and particularly never better illustrated than the very last two plays of the game. So in Aaron Donald, he was he was my pick for Super Bowl MVP. I knew Cooper Cup would get it because he had the game winning touchdown. Uh, you know his numbers on paper looked quote unquote better than Aaron Donald's, but. It's really hard, and especially if you don't watch football often, um, even for casual football fans, it's really hard to understand the impact Aaron Donald has. And the best way to describe that is multiple times on the last drive for the Cincinnati Bengals, up until that last play, they triple teamed Aaron Donald. So they have five offensive linemen, and three of them were dedicated to stopping Aaron Donald. They would rather let somebody go completely untouched running straight at their franchise quarterback, Joe Burrow, then let Aaron Donald have a chance to even against two guys. So that was the mistake they made on the last play. On fourth and one, they didn't triple team Aaron Donald. They didn't even double team him. And he just blew right through the Bengals offensive line, got to Joe Burrow. But I mean, the impact he has, even if he doesn't come anywhere near Joe Burrow, he opens up so many opportunities. And that's why the Rams were able to have seven sacks. Von Miller and Leonard Floyd both had two. Ernest Jones had another one. So he just makes so many opportunities and he is just a a hulk of a human being he if you ever see him in person he is just jacked and i'm six foot three i'm a bigger dude and he still makes me feel small <laughs> mj uh Hurley, we're talking to um who's a, a, a writer for the la rams but for sports illustrated and the, the rams are his specialty subject uh it was uh it was really uh interesting to watch too um uh, the contest between the two young quarterbacks, uh, and I'm not sure that Joe Burrow lost too much. Did he? He didn't win the Super Bowl, but uh, he, he didn't lose too much in his performance. He took them close. Yeah, Joe Burrow had a very good game. Um, one of the things I one of the things I would like to highlight about both quarterbacks is both uh, both QBs played through an injury in about the last ten minutes. Matthew Stafford really badly tweaked his ankle he'll be okay he won't need surgery or anything Um, but it's the type of ankle sprain that if there was a game next week he would have been very limited in practice all week and there would have been questions joe burrow probably sprained his mcl which is one of the major major ligaments in your knee uh towards the end of the game and he went down screaming in pain refused medical attention so i mean joe burrow for a second year quarterback um, he was extremely impressive, was a little bit rattled at first when the Rams got off to a big start, came back quickly. Uh, his defense kept him in it a lot in the second and third quarter, had a great start to the third quarter, uh, you know, fired off 10 points after the halftime show. Uh, Eminem definitely gave him a little bit of a uh, little bit of a pep talk there. So, you know, 
Joe Burrow was very impressive. Uh, and a lot of people are saying, you know, he's it's only his second year. He will be back. And that's true. He'll probably make it back at some point. But a lot of people said that about Aaron Rodgers when he got to a Super Bowl early in Green Bay. Joe Burrow just has so much competition in that AFC with guys like Mahomes, Herbert, uh, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. It's going to be tough for Burrow to get back. So it's disappointing um, to see a young, very likable guy not get a Super Bowl ring. But again, like you said, Ian, since I cover the L.A. Rams, a little bit biased. Very happy to see them uh, come away with the victory there. On that basis then, uh, MJ Hurley, I'm just wondering about the future for OBJ, Odell Beckham Jr. He had a large influence in the game, particularly early on. Left the field due to injury, was not able to return. Speculation that might be his last appearance for the Rams. Uh, I'm not sure about that. Maybe you have some information on it. So it is all but confirmed that Odell did tear his ACL, and it's the same ACL in his right knee um, that he tore in November of 2020, also against the Bengals. So some weird, unfortunate luck there. Um, Ian, it's, it's just never good when a receiver who's in his eighth year tears an, AC, an ACL in the same knee for the second time. Mm. Modern medicine is doing a lot of things. And there were actually a lot of guys in the Super Bowl, like Von Miller for the Rams, who have torn their ACLs and have come back. But it's a lot harder to tear your ACL twice um, and come back the same type of player. So my guess is, I haven't heard anything specifically, um, but my guess is that Odell probably has played his last snap for the Rams. He got his Super Bowl ring. Like you said, he was the guy early on in this game. He was one of the reasons, him leaving with injury, uh, was one of the biggest reasons that the Rams did struggle in the second and third quarters, that it kind of adapt their offensive plan because one of their stars was out. So I know that Sean McVay, loved having Odell in LA. So, you know, maybe for comfort's sake, maybe to rehab with where he was at the end of the season, uh, he might sign a really cheap deal with LA with the understanding mm -hmm. he might not get a lot of time when he comes back next year. But, you know, there's also the fact that Odell is such a talented player. It's going to be really hard for somebody not to give him just a little bit of money on the off chance that when he does come back, he looks even like 75% of his former self. Uh, MJ, a lot of uh, people show a lot of interest in this country, I, I can assure you. I, I went and watched it uh, with some mates, and then uh, we chat about it afterwards, and uh, we, we just wonder how it is possible defensively to let a guy like Cooper Cup get that much freedom in one drive uh, and one player be so influential in one drive. Takes part, uh, you know, quarterback accuracy, of course, but uh, we're just scratching our heads because if they were going to win the game, it was going to be Cooper Cup. Well, you're, you're very correct, Ian, and that's, you know, so there's two things here. Number one, Eli Apple um, was the guy that kind of got burned by Cooper Cup, especially on that last touchdown throw. He was supposed to be covering um, Odell Beckham throughout the entire game because Odell, and, and you saw it at the beginning, Odell was supposed to be the guy. He got changed onto Cooper Cup, and all I have to say about Cooper Cup is he is easily one of the top three route runners in the NFL. So he's just so good at changing speed, changing direction. Even if you think you know where he's going, it's really hard. The other part is, especially when you get under the goal line, the Rams are so good, uh, and Sean McVay's offensive scheme is so good at figuring out what type of coverage the Bengals were in um, and just accepting it from there. So they move Cooper Cup all over the formation. Uh, if you start him on the right side, 
Sean McVay and Stafford don't like what they see, they're going to move them to the left and try to get a look that they like. They're going to run, you know, some, some little screens, some little picks, some little crossing action. And what the Rams are able to do, like you said, Ian, everybody knew on that last drive, it's Cooper Cupper bust. And he still, you know, gave us 50 yards and a receiving touchdown on that last drive. So that gives a lot of credit to Matthew Stafford, like you said, for his accuracy, his ability to find Cup when everyone knew where he was going. Uh, but it also has a lot to do with, you know, how good Cooper Cup is and how much Sean McVay put him in really good positions to succeed. And just finally, MJ, uh, this is a monumental uh, victory for Sean McVay. He's the youngest in history now. Uh, and so that is uh, quite substantial in itself. And I would imagine he's guaranteed his future for quite some time uh, for the Rams organization. I would imagine so. You know, there were some reports that I didn't really buy into right before the Super Bowl that if Sean McVay wins the Super Bowl, uh, he's about to get married to his longtime girlfriend, that he might go, um, you know, start a family, maybe work in TV for a little bit like John Gruden did um, in the early 2000s. I, I really don't think so. When you watch Sean McVay talk about football, um, there's just a passion and a fire in his eyes that I, I find it hard to believe he would be able to sustain that passion and excitement in you know a broadcasting booth, broadcasting for Fox Sports. Could it happen? Maybe. Uh, but I have to imagine as long as Sean McVay at this point in time wants to be in Los Angeles, I think Stan uh, and the ownership group are going to want to keep that guy around, and they definitely should. MJ Hurley, it's been an absolute pleasure talking with you prior to uh, Super Bowl and post-Super Bowl with your reflections on it. Um, I'm glad that you got to enjoy it uh, as a Rams fan and a Rams writer, and it makes writing, I, I guess, a little bit more pleasant a job. But uh, thank you for your insight. It's been wonderful. Uh, and, and, Absolutely. Uh, love yeah. to talk to you again. I'd uh, love to talk to you again next year, and I look forward to next year as well, but even when um, we've only just finished this year. Fantastic. Sounds good. Thank you, Ian. Have a good day. Yeah, cheers. Same to you, uh, MJ Hurley there, and they'll still be in celebration mode for quite some time. I guess there'll be a, a parade around Hollywood or around the streets of Inglewood, at least where the home stadium is. And man, uh, John Day, some spectacle. And I really, I had to stick to the football.